Good morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1TN5 for Friday, December 4th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into it. The NCAA has responded to the Knight Commission's recommendations, stating, quote, The governance and oversight of college sports are determined by the presidents of the schools who participate. The nearly 1,100 presidents of NCAA schools have consistently sought to create the most effective and fair ways to support student-athletes. Presently, the NCAA is discussing the long-term sustainability of intercollegiate athletics. These discussions are focused on promoting the education, health, and safety and fair treatment of college athletes. NCAA members within Division I have long sought to include a diverse representation of schools while supporting all student-athletes in similar ways. Sports Business Journal's Michael Smith with a bunch of goodies, starting with the news that both Michigan and Ohio State have extended deals with Learfield IMG College through 2031 and 2033, respectively. Notably, quote, The new agreements are primarily revenue share agreements that pay an undisclosed percentage of gross revenue based on sales for the year. Learfield IMG College also built in a bonus structure that pays a flat amount for winning a football national championship. On yesterday's recommendations from the Knight Commission, Smith says that he has not heard a lot of dissenting opinions yet. On the personnel front, former WinAD Director of Sales and Marketing, Kevin Barefoot, is now part of the Teamwork Squad as Director of Business Development, as is West Australian Football Commission Executive Manager of Talent and Commercial, Simon Moore Crouch, who is the new Director of Global Strategy. Teal Capital Partner and Chief Strategy Officer, Wes Day, says the firm is still focused on the sports base, specifically, quote, Cashless, contactless, digitization, e-commerce, rethinking the game day experience, different mechanisms for viewing games. All in all, a drive from Provo, Utah to Conway, South Carolina is a round 40-hour drive. Sports Illustrated, Ross Dellinger caught up with the two BYU truck drivers delivering the Cougars gear to Coastal Carolina for tomorrow's showdown. The deadline for delivery is today at 3 p.m. Eastern. BYU Equipment Manager, Billy Nixon, saying, quote, There is no room for error. It's the tightest window I've ever been a part of. They're professional drivers, but this, this is pushing them. The truck actually started heading that way Wednesday night before the game was even squared away. Iowa Athletic Director Gary Barta on the Big Ten dropping the title game minimum qualifying number of games from 6-5 to five, says that he has not been involved in any discussion on that topic and that hasn't happened at a conference level at this point. More from Barta on the league's crossover challenge, quote, We've talked about neutral sites, so that's still a possibility. The original thought was 1-1-2-2 all the way through. Because of the pandemic and some of the disruptions, it is possible those matchups move around a little bit. A pair of bowl game updates. The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl will feature a Pac-12 versus SEC matchup. The Boca Raton Bowl announces RoofClaim.com as the new title sponsor through the 2023 season. The game will now be known as the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. In COVID updates, Minnesota sees two more football players test positive, bringing the total to 49 since November 19th, 23 players and 26 staff members. Some light workouts began Wednesday and continued yesterday, and the hope is that the Gophers get to play Nebraska on December 12th. The Houston-SMU football matchup will not be rescheduled. Michigan reported at least 12 positives within the football program, which led to the cancellation of the Maryland game and all activities being paused until at least Monday. Washington State Athletic Director Pat Chun says the football team plans to play USC on Sunday. Louisville men's basketball will not play UNC Greensboro as scheduled today due to a positive test that has resulted in activities being paused. A pair of presidential notes. 
Valparaiso has a new president and former vice president and university council and secretary of the University of Colorado system, Jose Padilla. He will become president-elect on January 1st and work closely with interim leader Colette Irwin Knott and assume the presidential role on or before March 1st. Alabama A&M president Andrew Huguini Jr. announces his retirement effective at the end of 2021. The board will announce a transition process next year. And that is all for your D1T5 for Friday morning, December 4th. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a five-star review and let me know your thoughts via the link in the podcast description by responding to your D1 ticker email or via social media at D1 ticker. Be sure to check your inbox to stay up to date in what is going on in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grossi, and we will see you back here this afternoon.